listeners, welcome to the first episode of Barefeet, a podcast by Being Women, powered by the North Umbria Healthcare NHS Foundation Trust. This is your host, Mahnoor, and today I will be narrating an extremely sensitive story of a woman who I would first like to praise because I do understand that it must have taken a lot of courage to gather the strength and share her story with us. I remember when I first spoke to her in person, I couldn't guess what kind of tortures she had gone through. Her bright and beautiful smile perfectly concealed all her pain. Even after all that she has been through, she has always been so, so strong. I remember after we had discussed about her life and her journey and she ended up saying that, Mahnoor, I want to share my story because I stand every day on the road and people look at me as if I have chosen this life. I want to tell them that I haven't. This life has been chosen for me by other people. I did not have the power to turn the incidents that happened to me in any other way. I couldn't run from it because I was too weak when it happened. No, this is not a story of a bad incident and then a miracle happens and then boom, everything is fine at the end of the day. In real life, things don't happen like movies. She further adds that she didn't win anything. She says that she is not a hero. She just wants people to change their perspective. She wants them to look beyond the surface. And this was the prime reason why she wanted to share her story with us. So now, without further ado, I'll get on with the narration. Stay tuned, everyone. say life is all about making choices but for her there was never really a choice no matter how hard she tried she had to accept what life had for her she was born in hell and she was raised in hell too her father died when she was only five years old her elder sister was just two years older than her and they lived with their mother in the rural area of the country Her uncle soon decided to get her mother remarried to another man since her uncle refused to take their responsibility. She never liked her new stepfather. She hated him like anything. She and her sister never got the chance of going to school, mainly because they couldn't afford it, but mostly because of the narrow-mindedness of the society they lived in. Growing up, Her stepfather always misbehaved with her and her sister. He used to touch them inappropriately. He used to grab them, shout at them, and it disgusted her to the core of her soul. But she never had the courage to stand up to him. She always used to run away. When she was 12, he came home drunk one night and he raped her sister, who was only 14 at the time. He cursed them. He abused them. Her mother tried stopping their stepfather, but he did not have enough will to do so. Her mother was already sick. The Hakim Saab, the local doctor, said that it was some kind of illness called cancer. She did not understand what cancer was until she saw it on her mother's face. It slowly ate her mother up. After her sister's rape, she was traumatized. She couldn't eat or sleep. She had no other thought in her mind 
than to kill this man who had ruined their lives. But it wasn't only this man who had ruined their lives. It was everyone and everything. Or maybe their lives were not that ruined until then. The worst was yet to come. Her mother died a few days after the incident. She knew for sure that cancer would have waited a bit longer. It was her sister's rape that took her mother's life. A few weeks later, while visiting their uncle, her sister started vomiting and she fell sick. Their aunt, who also happened to be a local dai, concluded that she was pregnant. Everyone immediately believed that her sister was at fault. Their family shamed them in every possible way, but the sisters still couldn't stand up for themselves. Her sister even tried telling their uncle that it was their stepfather who had raped her. But her uncle did not believe her. Instead, he slapped her and accused her of throwing her dirt on her father. How shameful of you. You will not even find a place in Jahannam, he used to say. But Jahannam cannot be like this, can it? People in hell are punished because of their wrongdoing in the world. But for her and her sister, what was their mistake? Their uncle was right. They will not find a place in Jahannam. He will. She thought it was her sister's mistake to think someone as insensitive as their uncle would believe them. He threw her own sister out of the house and got her remarried with an alcoholic just so he wouldn't have to bear her expenses. A few months into the pregnancy, her sister died because of the lack of food and continuous torture that their stepfather gifted them with. Now everyone looked at the 12-year-old with pity at her sister's funeral. But they used to say that she is a nice girl. She will live happily with her father. She begged her uncle to take her away or else this man would kill her too. But nobody listened. Some even whispered that she had been possessed by a ghost. Her uncle had given some money to her stepfather to look after her properly. Her aunt even offered to find a suitable man for her because she was growing up and she needed a man's protection, she said. After all that she had been through, a man's protection was the last thing she was looking for. But there wasn't a single soul on earth who could understand. Her stepfather got drunk that same night. He got furious at her for speaking too much at her uncle's place. He started beating her. She was scared and she wanted to scream, but her words could not even come out of her mouth because she was terrified. She was so, so scared. He grabbed her by the hair, pushed her around, and she passed out because of the horror. She couldn't take it anymore, but this wasn't something new. This routine and the poverty they lived in was what took her mother's and sister's life. The next morning, he had already packed up a bag and told her that they were going on a trip. She was scared to go, but he forced her to. He took her to the city. She saw big buildings and cars, but he took her to somewhere else. Deep in the heart of the city was a completely different place. Old buildings and a market nearby, there was music. She still remembers those tunes. She says they were some Bollywood songs. 
Even till then, she couldn't understand where he was taking her. But she knew something was wrong. Everything was wrong with this man. There were men all around the place. Women were trying to call the men over inside. She even saw some girls dancing. He was taking her to a brothel. She realized it and she tried to run. But he held her so strongly by her hand that she couldn't go. She was weak and already with an empty stomach she did not have the power. He dragged her inside this big house and threw her on the ground, saying to some lady that here's the girl. I need the money now. He told this to a lady that seemed like the controller of the place. She could not believe it. She begged, she cried, and she screamed, but he just went away. He took her from her home and threw her in another hell. He caged her in a curse forever. He sold her. It took days for her to get back to her senses. Sometimes she would even wonder if her uncle even thought about her. He was the only family she had now. He must have wondered where she had gone. What if her stepfather had lied to him about her disappearance too? That is a mystery she could never solve. She could never leave the place. Not that she never tried, but every time she tried, the head of the brothel, the lady, would burn her with a stick. Then slowly, she gave up the idea. The lady taught her how to dance and how to do makeup on her to attract more customers. She did not know that when the lady said customers, she referred to the men who will be hiring her for an hour or two for their own satisfaction. She remembered her first customer, a 60-year-old man who was very rich and respectable in the society. He was looking for a young virgin and she fit his requirement perfectly. That night, she had lost everything she had in her. She realized that the world is filled with many respectable people like him, many respectable people who will be accountable one day for making life miserable for her sister and her mother. She is 40 years old now. She has no connection with her past. She has lost most of her memories that she had of her childhood, but some have stayed with her. Some words, some emotions, some incidents, some that she has just told us. She also remembers the beautiful smile of her mother. She remembers her mother falling sick and dying slowly. She remembers the scent of her sister and her sister's scream when she was being raped. This is her life. Some people call her an ugly prostitute. Some say that she is the devil. All that she is doing is wrong. She has chosen this. She should not be respected. She looks for a way every day to tell the world that she is not responsible for this. She deserves the respect too. She needs to be read and understood too. But how? She stands at the traffic signals at nights, looking at a whole bunch of izzat-dar, respectable men crossing her, looking at her with disgust and lust both.